It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Really, really appreciate you joining me on the... I mean, it's already sweltering a hot day. Um, wow, we really did pull out the stops of the bank holiday weather this year. Well done, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying a very nice uh, time away. Maybe you're still on half term with uh, the kids. Maybe, you know, having a nice, relaxing, quiet time before they wake up. Um, maybe you've uh, just... Uh, had to carry on the work. Sorry about that, folks. But uh, uh, we'll be with you uh, all this morning to keep you company through this uh, uh, beautiful, sunny, sweltering hot day ahead. Um, I don't know how much sleep a lot of people had um, since we probably probably hadn't really got our heads around the idea we were actually getting to a heat wave. But lots to talk about. And joining me for all the chat all this morning is Bobby Friedman. He's a barrister and political commentator. Good morning to you, Bobby. Morning, Julia. Good morning. Um, I have to say, I mean, I, I've had one of those rather busy weekends doing the sort of was it the second weekend we were legally allowed to actually you know go and stay overnight at people's places. So did a bit of a dash around an awful lot of family, cousins' eighteenth, other people's parties and things, and sort of got home yesterday absolutely exhausted. But um, <laughs> in a sort of oh, one of those relaxing weekends, and then the heat, and then uh, oh, I don't know about you. I mean, far too hot to sleep last night. Uh, but um, it's it's rather nice to be in that position after all the cold and the rain and the misery of the last few months. You will never hear me complaining about good weather, and certainly not after the last month. I I was ecstatically happy this weekend. It kind of, uh, it, it felt like we were getting a bit back to normal life and just to... Uh, I went to the theatre for the first time, oh, wow. actually for the first time in about two years, cause, just because I'm uncultured, nothing to do with COVID, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> so uh, I did that, went out for dinner, sat outside in Soho, had drinks in the sun on Sunday... It was wonderful. Yeah. It was like it was like getting back to normal life, and um, so I'm I'm feeling really quite cheery after. Yeah, I know. I I think that really, really has. I mean, the we, we know what we're like in Britain. When the weather cheers up, we, we one thing we are very good at is appreciating the good weather. But lo and behold, with with you know, as yesterday, three weeks to go till Freedom Day, twenty first of June. Beautiful sunshine, bank holiday. Lots of people on holiday. Absolutely wonderful. Of course, the doomsters on Sage and Nerve Tag and all the other groups that are advising the government decided to bring in the doom and gloom, didn't they? Lots of concern, they say, about uh, the, the this variant, this Indian variant, which, by the way, has been renamed Delta by the World Health Organization. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but uh, but their concern is that we 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 just should not necessarily be unlocking further on June the twenty first, not getting rid of the rule of, rule of six indoors, um, not sort of ending social distancing. And the like and, and telling people to go back to work because we could have this third wave. We are seeing, you know, this 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 variant, although not more deadly, it is more transmissible. All this doom and doom, doom and gloom. But 
Is that justified, given that actually in most areas of the country, cases are still going down, not up, um, and that Sage had a number of scenarios for what could happen after unlocking, well, March the 8th, April the 12th, May the 17th, May the 17th being, I suppose, the really big one in terms of life change changes, that they've got five scenarios, their best case scenario we're running below that in terms of where we they thought we would be for hospital admissions and deaths and cases by that time. We're running below it. So we're better than they thought we would in their best case scenario. And they still they still accept the fact that we were going to unlock. I mean, are we ever going to please these people? <laughs> well, I, I certainly don't think that we should be taking any decision now to not to not unlock it with, with the way we were we were planning to. Uh, I think the, the, the difficulty is they would say, well, when you have exponential growth, it starts at a very low level. And therefore, because we're at a very low level, we may be in exponential growth. So we don't know yet. It may turn out that in a couple of weeks that there has been an exponential growth. And I think if they turn around and there was an adult conversation, which was, look, all over 50 are going to be vac double vaccinated by June the 21st. And obviously, I think in fairness, with the Indian variant, the double vaccination really yes. is even more important. I think we will accept that. So if there was an adult conversation, which said, look, for the sake of literally three weeks so that people who've been vaccinated by June the 21st will get their protection. And we want three more weeks, please. I, I could accept that. Oh, no, me not. Absolutely not. No, those, uh, but, but, those people, I, I had my second jab last Thursday. I'm sorry, do, you, do you know what those people can do? Because, by the way, they're all eligible to have it now. They just, if they're not that bothered about getting it, that's entirely up to them. But, but they can stay in for three weeks. Sorry. Well, that's, that's, the reality, if they're worried, the they can stay in for three weeks. People, people have to go to work. They live in multi-generational households. I, I they should probably have prioritised getting their job a bit earlier then, shouldn't they? Well, I, t I, I do it's take been that, It's been open. 50-year-olds have been open for a couple of weeks. No, I do, I, I, do, I do accept that. I mean, obviously, there are sometimes are specific reasons why people can't. And I think we obviously have to become less... Um, amenable to people who have just not got their jab or refuse to get their jab and as time goes on that's got to be factored into into the policy making but as i say i the, the last round of unlocking was the big one so my my weekend to be honest wasn't affected by covid restrictions oh. um this, no, but so, this is the key. Now, I've seen this all over social media. Various people saying, well, you know, if we have to wait a few more weeks, our lives have got our freedoms back, everything's fine. Well, that is absolutely fine if you work from home. If you're the public sector, if you're uh, if you're on furlough, you're retired. And, and I looked down actually all the replies to someone who tweeted about this, a, a political journalist, and 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 every reply was saying, "Oh, I know, I completely agree. I mean, it's up. We've got enough freedom back now. Another two or three weeks wouldn't make a difference." And it's like none of those people are clearly are running a business that's got sixty grand's worth of debt. And they can't reopen properly because of social distancing, whether it's shops or whether it's hospitality, which, by the way, are a huge number of the businesses and the employers in this country. They're not travel companies. These businesses are clinging on by their fingernails and everything is based on uh, we can probably get through till June. Um, and, if, and if we don't reopen in June, then the, then everything's up in the air. They can't plan. They, they'll go under. It, it, there are so many people who are just sort of, well, I'm all right. So I don't mind a bit longer. Well, bully for you, I say. No, and I, I, Julia, you are, you're absolutely right about that. And it, it's easy for us to say. And equally, I also know it's easy that just because I can eat in a restaurant at the weekend doesn't mean that the, the margins work for the restaurant. Yeah. Just because you can go to a theatre, because they can only sell one, one out of every two seats, doesn't mean it's working for the theatre. So you, you're absolutely right about that. But 
it's and I don't know this at the moment. I don't know the science of it, and and we nobody knows because we haven't seen how it's gone. And we've got if the if, if the sunny weather continues, and actually it may be that the vaccines that we've had mm. so far will have done the trick. And let's hope it is. But what I'm saying is, if stuff is really beginning to ramp up in terms of cases, causing and importantly causing people going into hospital and dying, and for the sake of two weeks, it will stop a genuine third wave happening because it just allows that that many more million people to have their proper protection from their second jab. Then uh, in, in, in another terrible choice, I would probably accept that. But but I think yeah, that's but... a case of looking at it on the 14th of June and it, the, the, the numbers really have to justify. And it can't be a case of saying, well, we've got, you know, I think people have accepted we're not going for zero COVID. That's not the strategy. Uh, well, well, I, I don't think a lot of people on Sage have have accepted that. But this is the thing. Why are we so concerned? If we, if on the best case scenario, Sage put forward on their nonsense modelling. I mean, the other scenarios, by the way, are so absurd and off the scale stupid. As in, oh, we haven't got a vaccine at all. Off the scale stupid. Um, if we're still doing better than their best case scenario. Why would we be looking at stopping, stopping, unlocking? I, I genuinely believe these people want us to continue in a version of lockdown forever. These are the people. I mean, we spoke to one member of, uh, of Sage uh, last week and you say, well, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm looking forward. I've not seen anyone. I've not seen any family. I, haven't seen... I mean, this guy's barely left the house. I mean, I mean, you've been legally allowed to leave the house the entire time, whether it's your, your, your walk in the park, meeting with friends. Going... I mean, these people, I just don't think. I don't think they like life very much. I think they I think they want to save lives, but they don't like life. They don't want to live. They they want to sort of this strange existence and they think that being safe, everyone being safe is the only thing as opposed to one of the many things. Look, even as a parent, you know, you want your child to be safe. Do I want my child to to fall out of a tree or off the top of a climbing frame and, and hurt herself so she ends up in a wheelchair or even just you know, breaks her knee or breaks her leg? Or something? No, of course not. That would be devastating. Am I going to stop my child from doing those things because of that chance? No, I'm going to teach her how to do it as safe as possible. And then I'm just going to say... I want my child to have a full life. So I'm going to accept that there is a risk in life. And I just feel at some point we're going to have to just say to these people, just because you never leave your house ever and you want to be wrapped up in cotton wool, the rest of us would like to get on with life. And anybody who wants to carry on wearing a mask, sitting at home, never leaving their house, never going to the cinema, never getting on a plane because they think we're all insane, that's fine. I mean, the rest of us will keep on with our lives. You sit at home. We'll wave at you as we pass by and, and, and we'll carry on as we were. <laughs> I, I certainly think it's, it's the trolley problem, isn't it, Julia? The, uh, the trolley going down the track towards people stuck on a railway line. And you have the choice between do you push it to, to kill one person or do you allow it to carry on and kill the four on the, on the line and it's already on? It's, Sage have got this big problem, which is that they, they can control. Uh, through their advice, how many people die from COVID. So I imagine they feel a, a very heavy responsibility. But don't they care about the up. people dying of cancer? I mean, what, Sunday no, we but, had but, zero but, but deaths, Monday one death. Now, of course, those deaths will go up as we go through the week because, of course, we don't get the reporting over the bank holiday weekend. But, but you know, 500 people have died of cancer and 500 people have died of heart disease. Um, you know, and 300 people will have died of dementia. I don't see those figures read out on the six o'clock news. Well, no, I agree. And I think that's what we have to bear in mind. But, you know, I think there's that psychological impact that if you if you are controlling one set of deaths, obviously yeah. that's foremost in your mind. And I think that probably plays into it. There is a separate question, though, which is 
is, is this more transmissible variant mm. going to genuinely become exponential? And we're genuinely probably about three to six weeks behind because we, we just need that bit more time with the vaccines. And so I can, I can genuinely understand that for, for that purpose, that's a legitimate purpose and a limited purpose, that may regrettably make sense. But we don't, we don't know that at the moment. Well, I mean, the only thing is we do know is we do know what happened with you know the Kent variant again before we had the uh, uh, the the vaccine. But bearing in mind that with the Kent variant surge in December, we did actually see uh, infections peak at least a week before we went into lockdown. Uh, we see South Africa and Brazilian variants turned out not to be the issues we thought they were. Even in India, if you look at the, you know, our world in data, official data in India, even allowing for the fact that they're not you know they're not testing everybody and and they're not measuring all the covid deaths because of uh, the problems with their health care there it's peaked i mean long peaked it's peaked and it's gone it's it's now coming down the natural peaks and flows of this this uh, virus it i just don't think there's any reason we can already see in bolton um that the that it appears to have peaked already there as well um i think this is the latest scaremongering and i'm telling you even if they say we're going to reopen on the 21st of june i'm telling you on the 20th of june there will be reports about another variant and that will come like clockwork these people want to keep control of us forever i'm not well i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all i don't think it's a conspiracy i think they just like being rock star scientists now a little bit too much but there we are 6 47 this time we're going to talk about whether we should be extending the school day uh, and we're also going to be talking about whether or not we should be uh, giving more of our vaccines to poorer nations will that be in more of our interest so 6 47 as i say is the time this is talk radio the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.